The Jay Severin Show. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. After a historic, and it was historic, presidential debate last night, we welcome back Jacob from Florida, recently promoted uh, young soldier on the show of this command. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. So I wanted to give my two cents on who I think the big winner was. And by saying that, I mean eventual results, not uh, necessarily performance. I feel like, uh, you know, obviously I'm a cruise guy, so hopefully I can explain before the – because I can feel the eye rolling already. Um, But I think – Not with me. Well, not with you, of course. But uh, I'm obviously biased, but I I think this is – straightforward analysis. I, I think Cruz comes out the big winner, not because of his performance, because I actually think it wasn't his best, but because I think Carson was the worst. And I feel like the uh, natural heir to uh, his destruction is going to be Cruz in the coming days. So as far as points go, I feel like he's going to come out the big winner. Uh, and he may have shaved off maybe a point or two from the, the Trump side, but that, that may be... If that's favorable. true, that's, that's huge, because I'll tell you, the first evidence is emerging of the uh, principal question that we've put in the last several weeks, and that is, if Trump fades or goes away, neither of which at this moment looks likely, I, I might add, but if he fades or goes away, or to the degree he does either of uh, does the first a little bit, where does that vote go? And the early uh, polls are showing that for every vote that Rubio inherits that Trump sheds, Cruz gets four. And right. if if Carson fades, and he has faded, and he is fading, and I believe that your what sounds to me like an insinuation about last night that the guy kind of looked like he was a dying man, um, you know, insofar as this race is concerned. I believe that whether or not you're insinuating it, I am. I think Carson is a dying man politically in this race. And so the question becomes not where do Trump's votes go, because I don't see Trump going anywhere. But I do see Carson going somewhere. I see him going under for the third time without a life jacket. And so the question is, where do his votes go? And I think they are more likely to go to Cruz than Rubio, but we don't know that yet. Yeah, well, certainly not all of them, but I would think the bulk go to Cruz. That's my feel on it. I don't think Trump goes anywhere. I think it's going to be a real fight for Cruz. He's going to have to shave some of those off of Trump and keep Rubio out of the way. What do you think of the idea, Jacob? This is for the first time on this show. What do you think? of the idea this is in my notes for today from last night what do you think now there i could i could cite different reasons none of them are definitive uh somewhere between instinct and that little game last night where trump and cruz had kind of a make-out session toward the end of the camp you know the end of the debate 
where where Trump said, "Come on now, you know, don't don't criticize me." And he said, "Oh, oh, his temperament, oh, his temperament's fine. Don't worry about him." And then like 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 Trump tapped him on the elbow and said, "Hey, bud, you know, like uh, you you could cite any of those things, but they could all be meaningless." But all of that just set aside in a vacuum. I ask you this: What do you think the chances are? Ultimately, or even at this moment, that Cruz might be, that Trump may be considering offering Cruz, and Cruz may be thinking of accepting the number two spot. I don't see Cruz accepting that, and I certainly would hope he doesn't. I'd much rather have him, you know, in the Senate than to take on that, you know, figurehead role, so to speak. But Devil's advocate. That. Devil's advocate. What happens? You know, we're sitting in a room here advising Cruz, and we're going around the table, and and and, and so when it's my turn, I say, uh, "All right, Jacob, but let me throw this out there. What does the next four years look like for Ted Cruz if he's not on the ticket? Because right now." You know, we're all looking at this like there are more than one winner. This ain't Powerball. You don't get a second and a third place winner that win tens of millions of dollars. You know, you, know, you win or you lose. And there's only one winner. I guess there's a second winner, kind of a consolation prize, which is the vice presidency, depending on how you look at it. But what does Cruz's political, and you and I know he's thought about this, so I guess I'm asking us to think about it. What do we think Cruz thinks about his political future if he's offered Trump's number two and says no? Do you think that he's, if Trump loses, it doesn't matter. If Trump wins, Cruz is on the outside for four to eight years. How many people has have had their window close in four to eight years and had it closed forever? Hmm. Whereas it is still mathematically true that if you wish to be president of the United States and you are offered the role of vice president of the United States, it is your shortest, surest road to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue eventually. Uh, You know, I think a Trump presidency would result in several terms of Democrat presidents following that. So I don't think that's a good bet for Cruz. Could be. Uh, And secondarily, if he continues to be the Ted Cruz we know and love, I I could see his window staying open longer than the average, uh, you know, fade to the background type. That's a good point. Yep. That's a good point. And, and certainly as I flip here to the other side to, to, to make your point uh, with you, the things he would be asked, he wouldn't be the same Ted Cruz anymore the moment he accepted the number two spot. He would right. become the attack dog. Now, now, think about this for a moment. Everyone who has run as VP has always become the attack dog, relatively speaking, for the presidential, you know, top of the ticket guy. Imagine what it's like being an attack dog for, usually that means... That usually means that a, 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 a lab gets a Rottweiler to be his vice president. You know, we're now talking about 
a, 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 a Tasmanian devil already, what does he get for his vice president? An alligator? You know, a crocodile? So would, would Cruz have to play a role that was unnaturally bellicose and even nasty for him? Um, what would he give up if he accepted? Yeah, I don't think he fits that role at all. I'd like to believe that he's really the principled man I believe he is, and I don't see how he could, uh, how he would be able to jive uh, that, that role. I don't know how he makes that work and continues to be, as you pointed out, the Ted Cruz that we know. He would right. have to be a changed man to be able to pull that off. So what else? Last night, who's likely to drop out based on before or including last night to drop out next? Uh, I, I don't know if I could tell you who's next. I think All right. Who right did well? Who, who surprised you by doing either better or worse than you expected last night? I actually felt like Donald Trump did what you would have advised you mentioned the other day, and I think he he did well. Uh, as I read somewhere today, he's kind of graded on a curve because his statements typically are so yeah. ridiculous yeah. that if they're he not— He pulled out the old—for those who know the term, it goes back to Muhammad Ali, rope-a-dope. It's a boxing yeah. term where you bounce back on the ropes and you take a few punches, but you cover up, you bounce off the ropes, you move, you bounce off the ropes. You don't engage. You don't engage. It's what you do when you're ahead, when you're winning on points. You stay away from the other guy. You rope-a-dope. Well, I'll say this. Last night, Trump certainly did rope-a-dope. I'm just not sure I would have advised that he go so heavy on the dope. Yeah, so that, I mean, to me, that was a little bit of a surprise because I wasn't expecting it. I, I don't think there was many surprises I, other than I think maybe Christie edges up in this a little bit and becomes a player for a little while anyway. But I think it's. Christie's really big hope is New Hampshire. Game. Yeah. But then he has to turn around and go south, and that's, I don't see it. But Christie is hoping everything Christie lives for is doing better than expected, which is anything in New Hampshire. What about Rubio? Did he help himself last night? Um, I, I don't think he moved much. I don't feel like he moved. Right, we'll move on. I only have you for another minute. Carson, thumbs up, thumbs down. He's all the way down. I think that was the end. Be, did, did, you, did you think that coming in, or was it based on the performance well, last I night? I thought he both? was already dying as well, but like as you said, I mean, it sounded like the last few gaps uh, last night. It, it, it just seemed like it was the end of it. It, it really got it. Really what about Heb? <laughs> I, he's still going nowhere. I think he'll stay in for a long time, unfortunately. Did well, you happen to see... Did you happen to see the uh, Twitter photograph last night of one of the major uh, listening rooms? You know, the Bush campaign, because this is the kind of thing you do when you've got wild, crazy burn money is you set up rooms all over the country. If you if you can't go to the debate, they set up a listening room, a watching room where they set up giant TVs and they offer free drinks. And they set up chairs and they have a party and it's a listening party. A watching party to watch your candidate debate. And they had one last night. And I just want to find out what state it was in. Because if it was in Florida or any primary state, it's devastating. But did you see this tweet? I heard about it. I did not see it. 
it was one room filled with streamers, punch bowls, finger sandwiches, beers, posters, buttons, lights, movies, people. Well, no people. Actually, all of those things, and then an, an, an enormous room full of folding chairs at the fr- in the front row, there was one guy in the room. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I, Boosh! Boosh! This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry, call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440.